0: Hi, Hi family. What is <laughs> What's going on everybody? We're so glad to be back for another it is well Wednesday. Yes. Praise the Lord. We've been a little busy lately, <laughs> but God is good. We're back on track this week. God definitely made sure that we were going to be back on track this week cuz listen, he had your girl up high, like all last night, working day and night. <laughs> all last night about this um just dropped it in my spirit um and we're so grateful to be talking about this today we're going to be talking about loving and seeing beyond offense, not a fence like the white picket fence but it? offense oh, okay, okay. All okay. Fence and is offense a <laughs> defense um but yeah before we get started Mr. Chapman would you please pray us in sir
1: God Work within us, move us, let your spirit flow uh, throughout this video today. I ask that you just help us reach each and every person that needs to hear words. And God, I ask that you just be a driving force with this video. In Jesus' name we pray,
0: amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, family. So let's just start, let's get started. Excuse me. Um, what I said was the title is Loving and Seeing Beyond Offense. Ooh, <laughs>
1: that's a big one. Ooh. That's a
0: good one. <laughs> Ooh. Let's so let's take a Let's take a look at a scripture that talks about offense. All right. It says Proverbs 1911. A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. All right. I'm also going to read the amplified version because I really like what the last part says. It says, good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger. And it is his honor and glory to overlook a transgression or an offense without seeking revenge and harboring resentment. It's a, it's a goodie. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you can listen to this without conviction, God bless you. Because our flesh
1: is—he's
0: wants to rise up. Anytime we feel offended or insulted or we feel like somebody's coming at us a certain type of way or somebody's not doing what we want them to be doing or expect them to do or somebody doesn't respond the way we want them to respond or way we'd like them to respond. And by nature, we're naturally like, wait a minute. And if we feel, especially if we feel disrespected and it doesn't matter if it's intentionally or unintentionally, our pride will get the best of us a lot of times. And we will just be like, all right, I feel this way. Let's go. Let's, let's fight. I'm about to yell at you. Listen. Some people may even curse my at you. It. Don't, listen, what? What did you say? Listen. Catch us on the right day, right?
1: Listen. Taking the shirt off.
0: <laughs> Please keep your shirt on. Please keep your shirt on. Now when I really have to fight nobody, (laughs) but no, um, that's, that's what our natural reaction is. Somebody offends us and we just, our flesh wants to rise up and it's like, Hey, get that person back. Right. But that's not what God wants us to do. And usually choosing the route that Jesus wants us to take is harder because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. So our natural reaction is to do the opposite of what God has, but thank God that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world because we need Jesus daily. We need the Holy Spirit walking with us daily to make sure that we stay on the right track. And even when we don't, to forgive us in the process, right? So let's break down the scripture a little bit, okay? The first half says, a person's wisdom yields patience, aka it is wise to be patient. It is wise to be slow to anger.
1: So you have that discernment.
0: It's wise to be slow to anger, okay? Why do we need to be slow to anger? Somebody might be saying, well, God gave me these feelings. I feel the way I feel, so I should be able to use these emotions, right?
1: Isn't that passion.
0: <laughs> no. God wants us to have self-control. Think about the uh, the second half of the of the scripture. It says it's honorable to overlook an offense. Saying it shows maturity self-control, love, and patience. And these are fruits of the spirit. If you look at Galatians 5:22 and 23, you'll see it right there. God is developing us and molding us and shaping us. So as we become closer to Christ, right? We we'll, there's some things we have to shed off, there's some pruning that needs to happen. There's some growing and developing that'll happen. And in that process, we will grow maturity, self-control, love, and patience. Okay? So, like I said before, why do I need to be slow to anger? Why For what? First of all, God himself is slow to anger. In Nahum 1 and 3, it says the Lord is slow to anger. And we were created in God's image. So we should strive to be a reflection of him not just in how our physical makeup is, but our internal makeup, the way we walk, the way we talk, how we live our life should be a reflection of God, should be a reflection of Jesus Christ and his principles. I said this before one day on my husband's podcast. A lot of times as believers, we forget that we are a tangible, visible um, representation of heaven on earth. So if people are looking to find Jesus, the first thing they normally see is you, hey, I want to be like Christ. So if my sister says she represents Christ, then I need to be doing what she's doing. So what are you doing? Are you walking like Christ? Are you letting the devil get the best of you? Are you letting your flesh and wickedness get the best of you? Because whether somebody tells you or not, they're watching you. They're watching your every move, seeing what you're going to do, seeing what Christ is really about. And that's a heavy responsibility. I get it. Trust me. There are days where I'm like, God, I don't want another responsibility. But he placed you here with a purpose for his kingdom, for his glory, to worship him in spirit and in truth. And we got to take it. I'm sorry, we're just going to have to take it on the chin and boss up and do it. Not that it's going to be easy, but that's why the Holy Spirit is there to help you, because he said he'd never leave you or forsake you. So you're not doing it alone, because if it was by your own power, we would fail every time. That's why Jesus needed to die for us in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, y'all. I'm A little tangent. God is good. But like we said, number one, God is slow to anger. All right, so we're supposed to be following in his footsteps. Number two, God also tells us to be slow to anger. In James 1, 19 to tw- nineteen through twenty, excuse me, it says, "Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, listen, <laughs> slow to speak, and slow <laughs> to get angry." I'm going to read that again. I don't listen, think they heard me, babe. Listen. You must all be quick to listen. Listen. What is that saying? People say God gave you two ears for a reason and only one mouth.
1: Listen. So, so that you can listen twice as much as you
0: speak. Amen. Okay. <laughs> slow to speak and slow to get angry. Human anger. This is the part. Does not produce the righteousness God desires. I could just leave right there. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires, guys. It's not not producing the righteousness that God has desired. We want to be obedient to Christ. God says, if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. You'll obey him. But as soon as somebody... Says something smart to us we're quick to pop off and have an outburst of anger and get back and try to get back at them but i want to be like you christ though
1: you know i was thinking i realized what it says human anger yeah i think god just showed me so because you know i was talking about earlier today about the difference between righteous anger and uh uh, anger that's uh like human anger selfish anger built on selfishness Mm -hmm. And so what I see there where it says human anger, I realized how like God is basically saying that you, his, his anger was based on like, so God has righteous anger. So he, when right. he's angry, it's because of injustice or because of sin as our anger as humans is tended to be built around selfishness. So our anger is yes. like self-centered. It's not others centered, basically. Yes. And like you were talking about when you say living like Christ, how Christ, he wants us to like die of ourselves. And you can't dive Woo! yourselves Talk by about it. being Talk about selfish. It. And so a lot of our selfishness, I mean, a lot of our anger comes from being selfish. Like when you're, you know, having, a, I guess, a situation with somebody, it comes from a place of being like, uh, oh, they said something that insulted me. So it's not, it has nothing to do with anybody else. It's like your own personal uh, neglect or your own personal offense. Somebody offended you. So it's all centered around yourself. Yeah. And God wants us to die, So he wants us to stop being self-centered and start being other. Others centered. Come on, sir. You know. Come on, sir. So
0: exactly. Right. So we're gonna take a pause right there, and actually, I'm gonna address that because that's that's on our notes. So let's get this clear. I'm not saying anger in itself is a bad thing, it's a yeah. type of anger. Because, like my husband said, there's a difference between sinful and selfish anger or fleshly anger, and then there's righteous anger, okay. God doesn't say don't ever, 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 ever get angry. He says yeah. slow to anger, but it has to be righteous anger. OK, so if you think about like sinful and fleshly anger, it's often driven by revenge and pride and it can quickly become cancerous because it starts to develop into a grudge, which ultimately robs you of your peace and ultimately robs you of your freedom. Think about that. You get mad at somebody, you're sitting there for hours or days or weeks or even months. Some people, even years, bruh. They hold on to so much anger and they've spent their life in turmoil, stressed out, that's a, frustrated. That's the
1: importance of forgiveness.
0: Yeah. Letting that weight off of you. Yeah. No, <laughs> we gonna get to that too. Yeah. Like being like so caught up in, in worry and in frustration. And God says, cast your cares unto me for I care for you. And he also says, vengeance is mine. Don't try to like get back at somebody. That's not your job. Your job is to love them, all right? So that's fleshly anger. Then you've got righteous anger. Righteous anger is more of an anger that comes from witnessing something or an injustice that goes against God's word. And it hates the sin rather than the sinner, okay? And it's not seeking to hurt anyone. It's about the right thing about about wanting to see god's word done but there's still a way to do things in love there's a holy anger and there's a way to do things in love okay whereas selfish sin is more of like i need to get back at you i'm just angry because you hurt my feelings i'm angry Stop because i'm yourself. you're you're you you made me feel some type of way and i got to get back at you and blah blah blah, blah, blah and this this isn't it how dare you come and try to step to me that's selfish anger that's why it's bigger being than being slow
1: to anger so you can discern between the two. Like what's, exactly. uh, what's the right way, like based on principle, like is this the I should be angry or I shouldn't be angry at this? So being slow to anger gives you that opportunity to step back and assess the situation yeah. with wisdom to see whether or not this is something that, you know, I should be up in arms about, which most of the time the best way to discern is to realize how like, is this, is this all based around me or is this like something where somebody else is hurt or just hurting somebody else's feelings? Like it says, like, what does it say? Like I can't, I don't know where it is in the Bible where it says like, in all things get understanding. So is this thing based around finding understanding in this situation or is it based around just being you heard? And, yeah. You and how you feel, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. is it like, I'm trying to get understanding of the situation.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's why you need the Holy spirit to be used to have that discernment. Like, God tells us to love our neighbor as ourself. We've talked about this before in first Corinthians 13 or is it 14? I can't remember. I think it's 13, whatever. First Corinthians talks about love being patient and kind. It's slow to anger. It keeps no record of wrong guys. Okay. So if you're, if you're getting offended and you're just going off at somebody without actually allowing the Holy spirit to give you discernment in that situation, is it really love? If you're, if you're not being patient, kind, slow to anger, and if you're, you're you're holding grudges against people, instead of forgiving them the way God is forgiving you, because if you if, if God treated us, if, if God treated us the way we treat other people, anytime they say something that rubs us the wrong way, like I said before, whether it be intentionally or unintentionally, could you imagine how life would be for you? Would you truly feel like he loved you? We'd all be done for if God never forgave you, would you truly feel loved? Would you truly feel loved?
1: it's say, it. go
0: ahead, baby. That's why
1: it's important to give people the grace that God gives you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we say,
0: we say, God, like, I want to be like you, Father. Except when somebody pisses me off. We got to do better, family. We do, we have to be concerned about loving our brother and sister. We have to make it our business to love. Because if you're only concerned about being heard and your own feelings, you're not, you're not operating in love. And I'm not saying that there won't be times where, you know, God will tell you, hey, like, maybe this person isn't healthy for you, you know, make your distance. You know, loving somebody doesn't mean you have to keep them in your immediate circle. Okay. Loving somebody doesn't mean you have to stand around and stick around and just deal with abuse or something like that. Like, that's not what I'm saying. There's a level of maturity and self-control that comes with spending time alone with God that you can only develop in the most intimate places with him.
1: said a thing we were talking about the other day about uh, there's a difference between God testing you and you just putting up with something. And like you said, spending time with God will give you the discernment. He'll give you the discernment to see the difference between the two. Yeah. He'll open up your eyes.
0: And also about discernment. Sometimes... I'm going to say most of the time, we need help with God showing us what's really going on beyond our offense. What is at the root of our offense for ourselves, but also for the person that offended us. So I'll give you an example. This happened like months ago. Um, I was cooking Dinner for when my for when Mel came home.
1: <laughs> like, gonna
0: major pain. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna operate in fleshly anger. Okay. Um Mel came home and I had cooked dinner or whatever per usual. And he just had a really funky attitude that day. And, like, just everything he said was, like, rude and, like, just snappy Why and smart. And I naturally, food. I wanted to be, like, <laughs> y'all can only imagine, right? I said, <laughs> "Now I said wanted to be, like. But the Holy Spirit said, "Abriana, it's not about you. He's dealing with this, he's dealing with that, he's dealing with that and he's frustrated. It has nothing to do with you at all. What he really needs is for you to be here and support him and hug him and just listen, hear him out. Just hear him out. So you can ask my husband, he's just fussing and fussing and fussing and I'm just taking it and taking it and taking it. And I said, baby, I know you're stressed. I know you're frustrated. I get it. You're dealing with this job. You're dealing with stuff we got going on here. I know you're dealing with financial stuff. I know you want better for your life. I know you want to go after your dreams. And da 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 da. You got this weight and that weight and that responsibility. And as a man, I know you want to take care of everything. I know you want to be my hero and then and, and protect me from this and protect me from that and provide a better life for us and our family and this 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 and that. And I said, I know you're feeling so weighted down. And I said, what can I do to make you feel better? And he was just like, "Well, nothing. Don't worry about it. You know, trying to be all hard and tough about it." God was like, "Don't let him sh- don't let them close up. Keep talking to him." So I said, "Babe, follow me to the bedroom. This ain't that story, y'all think it is." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: know,
0: even if it you- was, we married, so it don't
1: matter.
0: And, they got closer, and even like, if I did, it's okay with If God. they
1: weren't listening before, it's like, now I'm listening. They so took
0: I said, to the bedroom, Says, What did you do? What are your secrets? <laughs> I was like,
1: I was listening the whole time. But now I'm listening. <laughs> now I'm all ears.
0: <laughs> David, turn on that TV. I'll be here to say something about the bedroom.
1: No. So, now I'm slow to speak and quickly listen.
0: Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, so I took him to the bedroom. And I laid in the bed, and I had him just, like, lay on my chest, and I just started rubbing his head, and I just started praying over him, and I said, babe, like, the peace that you're seeking, God has already offered it to you, You just got to take it, and I said, I understand your frustrations, and I said, I love you, and I just felt his weight just drop off, right, and After that, he was just thanking me and we had a great day and we got so super connected and had a wonderful evening after that. And he felt better and he felt connected to me as his wife and he felt um, heard and understood and loved and valued and respected. And that's the thing. If I hadn't chosen to submit to the voice of the Holy Spirit, this could this would have gone a completely different way. So because God, so instead of me allowing my flesh to do the talking, God gave me understanding and discernment and, and I was able to look with my spiritual eyes at the root of the problem. Because when you're selfish, you're like, okay, you got a problem with me. When God's like, no, he's got a problem with this, this and that. They just got a problem with this. This is the root issue. No, they got mom and dad issues. No, they got this, this and that. It really has nothing to do with you. It's not always about you, baby. But you have to be mature enough to put yourself to the side and love, really love somebody beyond the surface. Um,
1: It's like I was reading uh, in Matthew. I don't know if that scripture was in Matthew exactly, but I was mm -hmm. reading about Jesus. And that's one thing that I like God is definitely, I guess, placing on me right now is that uh, you have to ask God to like purify your heart. So like uh, purify, like, yeah, your heart. Cause I look at like Jesus and all that like persecution that he faced and all the things like, you know, they spit on him, they like beat him, they crucified him, but yeah, he still was like, you know, God yeah. forgive them. Like he still loved them and he still cared about those people, even though they like, you know, did all those things to him. So it's like, that's one of the things that I ask God to purify my heart so I can still love people despite mm. of like you know mm. what we may go through that i still can love them That's either good, way baby. you know still having that you know humbleness to still love them despite you know
0: yeah
1: like it's like I'm just <laughs> because
0: God loves us despite you know ah, I'm a mess it's like
1: when I just see how like Jesus loved people and how he still cared for people like the when uh it was like Jerusalem or how like he knew that they were gonna be destroyed but he still like and he knew that they were gonna reject him but he still loved them either way. You know what I'm saying? So it's he like, does
0: that with
1: us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's like, you only could, it's like, you're like, how can somebody love on that level? Like, it's like, God, I want to love on that level that you love. Like, you love either way. Like, you know, me, you know, I, I strive to be humble and be Christ like, but it's like, I only get like dream to like love on that level that you love. Cause it's like, people, you know, frustrate me. They, you know, bother me, but it's like, I wish I could still love and like, on that level. Like I'm striving to be like up there (laughs) loving on that kind of level. So you have to ask God to purify your heart, which starts with like what I was saying before, like dying to yourself. That's something that's important too. And like surrendering yourself over to God. I think that helps you love people in a better way. You know what I'm saying? And not be quick to anger. Cause like, if you have that love in your heart, like you were saying, you're filled with his spirit, then you won't be, it it won't, you won't get as angry because you're filled. You're so filled with his love that you don't even have time to, you know, do that. I say the way that you love people is by you know loving god more
0: yeah yes you know? yes we have to stop rejecting the holy spirit when we need him daily Listen. don't get me started on that all right i really want to leave you guys with a quote don't ask me who it's by because i forgot and i should have wrote it down but guess what who did it? <laughs> i didn't all right Listen. it says overlooking an offense does not negate justice It doesn't mean we turn a blind eye to sin or pretend that evil doesn't exist. It means we are willingly, oh excuse me, not willingly. We are willing to forgive, especially when the offense is directed towards us. It means we refuse to hold grudges. That's awesome. I have a question for you guys. Next time somebody frustrates you or insults you or offends you, ask yourself this. Before I open my mouth, is what I'm about to say pleasing to God? And is it worth my peace? That's all I want to leave you with. Pray tonight.
1: for
0: them, too. Yeah, please. Yes. A lot of
1: times, like you were saying, it has to do with them and not you. Mm. So really, it's more about them. They're the ones that need care. Sometimes, like, somebody will say something to you, and it's really like, you're upset at them. Like, why, why would they be like this? Or why are they doing this? Or why are they doing that? When actually what it might be is that they might be going through something. So they might actually need that prayer. They need care. Like Jesus was saying, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So even through his persecution, even though they were coming at him, he still cared about what their issues and what they had going on and what they were fighting with. He's the so when it comes to like people, when they frustrate you, but that's something I have to learn. A lot of times with people is like praying for them before I like, you know, be so quick to condemn them or get upset or like be like, oh, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Blah, blah, blah. blah. Like praying for them first and like actually caring about what they're dealing with because they go through stuff just like you do. They struggle just like you do. So they need that same grace and forgiveness and mercy that God gives them. They need that same thing, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we have thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, please like tag, and share if you're watching the video. If you are listening to the audio through the Covenant Conversation with the Chapman podcast, please share it as well. Let people know about it. Let them all know that it's out there. Um, You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and um what else I heart, media. I heart yeah a lot of stuff
1: yeah it's a, it's a whole lot of platforms. we're
0: still we still have more um episodes to upload but yes. we're in the process of getting all of them up there the first five i believe are up there already so if you missed anything and want to go back and listen to it please do please follow us on spotify we appreciate you guys
1: check out, re- check out renewed minds
0: yeah yay also um <laughs> If you did listen to the end of this video or the end of this podcast, which I pray you did, we pray you guys got something from it. Um, If you're willing to donate a seed to our ministry, that would mean the world to us. You can cash app at dollar sign Aubrey Chapman, which is A-B-R-I-C-H-A-P-M-A-N, or you can send it to Mel um, at dollar sign Mel. Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N-J-R for junior. Um, we appreciate you guys. Of course, you don't have to, but if you feel led, then we will greatly appreciate it. We pray that you guys enjoy this. You guys have a blessed night. We love you, family. Hello.